welcome back to another episode of NHL in a nutshell. I am your host, Hunter Miller, and I apologize in advance for my lovely voice. I'm battling, battling a little bit of a cold like everyone else is in the world right now. Um, if you're not familiar with the show, this is how, how it kind of works. Three pieces of news I will go over in the first segment. Uh, sometimes we have an interview. Unfortunately, due to scheduling conflicts, my interview this week had to drop out, but hopefully uh, as season one wraps up today, season two, we'll, we'll get some more interviews for, for the lovely listeners. Um, if you haven't if you hadn't had the chance to head over to our transistor page, we got lots of lots of things going on over there, and uh, and hopefully getting the social media aspect thing of things uh, up and running as well. But back to the outline of the show, we're gonna have three pieces of news, which is pretty exciting today, and then we're gonna focus on the team of the week. So uh, without further ado, let's get into the first thing you need to know. Over the last few episodes, I've been talking a lot about the Edmonton Oilers. Obviously, the way they started the season wasn't exactly how they wanted to. Uh, they were in dead last at the at one point in their division. But over the last 10 games, they, they decided to start winning some games. They got seven seven wins and, and three losses in their last 10. McDavid and Dreisaitl are starting to, to score points again, which, you know, if McDavid's not scoring points, clearly there's there's something wrong but they're also getting some goaltending which is kind of nice you know jack campbell is still in the, in the ahl with the affiliate for the edmonton oilers but uh, Stuart skinner and calvin pickard have been giving them a, a little bit of goaltending obviously they've been outscoring their problems uh, for the majority um, of their games but it's nice to see the Oilers getting some goaltending, and they're getting some depth play as well. Um, Evander Kane's been giving them some some good points, um, as well as Zach Hyman. Zach Hyman's right up there in top ten in goals goals scored, which is quite impressive for for a player of his stature. But it's nice to see the Ed- Edmonton starting to get back in a roll. They they've dug themselves a little bit of a hole right now. They're 18 points behind the Vegas Golden Knights, who lead their division with 43 points so they do have a lot of games to go i mean with only 25 games played there's still a lot to be played but they like i said they've they've dug a little bit of a hole uh, they gotta they gotta get going i'm interested to see what does happen with campbell you're paying him five million dollars for this season and two more afterwards but uh, as the season goes on i guess we will have to wait and see Second thing you need to know is the Metropolitan Division is kind of upside down right now with how everyone thought it was going to be. Uh, If you're not familiar with the rules uh, of the NHL playoffs, it's it's three teams from each division make it, and then there's two wild cards that get in. The early predictions were the New York Rangers are going to be a good team, the Carolina Hurricanes have been fantastic, and the Devils will take another step forward like they did last year. And it, the standings are just they're they're looking weird. Like the Rangers are up top, they're are they've got the most points or the second most points in the NHL. They're one of the hottest teams right now, so that's that's normal. But 
then you look at second place and you got the New York Islanders who, you know, they're, they've always been a good team. They rely on defense a lot, but to be getting lots of points and, and, and lots of goals for them, it's, it's kind of surprising. And the biggest shock right now is the Philadelphia Flyers. Last year, it was determined that the Flyers were going to be heading towards some sort of a rebuild. And now here they are sitting third place with 32 points in the Metro. And it's just, I guess you could look at the teams who are overachieving in this division, but then you also have to look at the teams that are underperforming. Like the New Jersey Devils, they had a hot start uh, to start the season. They banked some points, which is where they find themselves right now in sixth place in the division, but they haven't been doing so hot yet. They're about 500, 500 average. Uh, the last couple games or the last 10 games but it's they need to get it back on the rails here the problem the devils have been having is goaltending and you know with the with trades starting to to spark up or start up um, i don't want to spoil the the next third piece of news but uh, we will get into the trade market a little bit but the Devils need to go out there and get a goaltender. And Carolina Hurricanes, I don't know what's going on with them. I also think goaltending could be an issue. Frederick Anderson had to take a, a leave of absence from the team due to a blood clot issue. So they're struggling with having to go with um, Antti Ranta and Kachetkov and Net back there. But these guys got to get it back back on the rails and you know i don't know if they'd be able to take it away from the islanders but uh, with the flyers i'm not completely sold on the flyers quite yet but i guess we'll have to see uh as the as the year goes on and the third thing you need to know as a fan of the nhl the trade market is starting to pick up a little bit now that teams are starting to figure out what they are and if they want to buy or sell uh, the trade deadline will be February 28th this year. And, you know, teams, like I said, most teams have played over 25 games of their 81-game season, so they've kind of started to figure out who they are and what they want to do in the future. We saw Calgary Flames flip uh, Nikita Zadorov to the Vancouver Canucks to kind of spark a, a trade. Now, there was a lot of defense they're going to be needed, and I mentioned earlier that there's a lot of teams who are out there going to be looking for a goalie. We'll have to wait and see what the trade market you know cooks up to be, but right now it's looking like the Calgary Flames are going to be right there in, in conversations with most teams when it comes to flipping their players. Zadorov was originally a flame. They're taking calls on veteran defenseman Chris Tanev, they're also taking calls on Noah Hannafin, who has he's, he's a young guy. He's due for a new contract at the end of the year. It just doesn't sound like he and the Calgary Flames are on the same page, so they most likely are going to move away from him. Then they also have to get uh, get Elias Lindholm signed uh, before the end of the season, or he can walk too. If they are not seeing eye to eye, we could be see we could see him get traded as well another team that has been out there and saying that they have a lot of guys that might be interesting for other teams to look at is the san jose sharks they were you know statistically terrible to start the season they're they gave up back-to-back 
10 goal games, which is you know unheard of in the, in the NHL nowadays. But it's sounding like um, Ferraro is going to be one guy that uh, most teams are going to be looking at to, uh, to acquire. And as the season goes on, I am a big fan of trades. It's fantastic for the game. Um, if you've read some of my articles, you've seen that the cap, uh, the cap, you know, limits things like that. But you know, I guess we'll have to see what teams can do and how they get creative. There's always creativity when it comes to to the league, and I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. For the final segment of the show, we're going to focus on the team of the week. And this week, I want to discuss the Arizona Coyotes. I know, not a lot of conversation about the Arizona Coyotes. Just kidding. There's always conversations about the Arizona Arizona Coyotes, but not usually about how their hockey team is actually doing. Right now, if you're not familiar with the Coyotes, they are playing out of Arizona State University arena mullet arena which can only seat about 4500 to 5000 people which is kind of embarrassing for the nhl there was a lease deal that fell out with their current or with their former arena and they were left to go over to mullet arena and play in front of a university crowd which is like i said kind of embarrassing And there's been rumors about them, you know, being relocated because they can't figure it out in Arizona. There was uh, there was a vote that went on for a new building in Tempe that was rejected by the people of Arizona. It just hasn't been good for the entire franchise of Arizona. But when you look at their points right now, they're sitting about fifth in the central division, which is a lot better than what we're used to seeing from Arizona. But they're getting good play from their players. Alex Kerfoot has been a great pickup for them. Obviously, Clayton Keller, their their captain, he's been outstanding and is really showing that he wants to stay in Arizona despite all the rumors going on. And they're getting saves from Vimelka in, on the back end, which is you know super, super important when it comes to this game nowadays. And it's nice that those guys aren't getting distracted by the outside noise. That's always something you really are concerned about when stuff like this happens not that it happens very often this is quite the unique story coming out of Arizona but it's nice that that distraction is not getting into the room and these guys are just going out there they're playing good hockey and they're getting points that is all for this week on NHL in a nutshell and that's going to wrap up season one Maybe in uh, after in the new year we will bring a season two. It's been fun. It's been you know a little bit of a learning curve. I've I've hosted podcasts before, but I usually have a host across from me. I'm starting to get a little bit more comfortable just rambling on. Feel like talking to myself. I, my roommates have told me that they kind of hear me talking to myself in my room. They think it's kind of weird, but. I guess that's the job when you want to be a radio host at some point in your career. So again, I like to thank everyone who's who's tuned in to these last few weeks. Uh, it's been, like I said, exciting and, and a different thing for me. Um, make sure you can go like and subscribe and follow and whatever you do, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, and go find us on social media. We're going to be a little bit more active than than what we have been. 
and it's gonna be gonna be a fun one. We'll see you guys in season two.